Folks, here we are, train wreck tonight. Like I said, Maniac, we got Captain coming on. Big show tonight. Maniac, you made out great, right? Bengals and the under. You're mute. You're muted. Too busy taking care of action. Hey, uh, yes, 3-0, Bengals, under, and uh, my over 6.5 punts, which, by the way, was more of a lock than I realized. I mean, 6.5 punts for the total game, it ended up being near the double digits there, so... Felt like it was a lock, and it felt like there was a lot of locks going around early. You had OBJ scoring. You had the Rams taking an early lead and a lot of scoring. Looked like that over was going to be a lock, and then there was kind of a uh, a flux there in the second half between, like, what, 10 minutes left in the third quarter to five minutes left in the fourth? You, were loving, you must have been loving that. Show sponsors tonight, Picasso's Pizza Outlet Liquor. Um, I sent you an audio message Sunday. You didn't even respond to me. I said, hey, well, why are you leaning Bengals in the under? You didn't even say a word. I know. I had to go incognito. I didn't know what was going on. Honestly, I didn't I didn't feel confident about it. I mean, you know, like there's a difference between being like, oh, I would, you know, lay everything I got on this. Um, no, you know, I only sprinkled, uh, obviously, responsibly at our local books and uh, took care of business there. But, yeah, yeah the NFL season is coming on. Uh, it was very interesting. Crazy to see some of the action last night and crazy to see some of the tickets that uh, people mm -hmm. were laying with the Super Bowl. And how crazy was it that it would have been a push if they didn't miss the extra point? It would have been a push if they didn't miss the extra point. And um, there was also, I mean, there was a lot of factors there because especially with the first half lines, because I think the first half was Bengals plus three and over under 23 and a half. Yep. So they make that extra point. It's essentially guaranteed to be at least, oh, the under and Bengals couldn't have won in the first half if that extra point went in. Instead, both end up covering because of that craziness, that Tony Romo type play. Yeah, I mean, the past two weeks, all I've said is Rams money line. Rams money line, Rams money line, Rams money line. That's all I've done uh, pretty much all my plays. And glad I did, obviously, because they didn't cover. Um, but what a, what a wacky game, man. I, I mean... It was, the pacing was weird and people were hating on it. Um, I get what, you know, the frustration was. I guess people wanted it to be higher flying. People wanted to see more action. But at the end of the day, I mean, I think that momentum changed a number of times. You got to see the young stars shine. And yeah, I mean, there are a couple crazy plays each way. I mean, what more can you ask for in a Super Bowl? I mean, the one thing that I, I think the only thing I would complain about is the ref action at the end. Uh, well, let's get to that in a minute. But I, I think, yeah, another big thing out of this is the Bills win that game against either of those teams by more by double digits. They do. And you don't want to do. sound cocky. You know, obviously we're biased. We're Bills fans. But come on, man. Like, it just sucks. That's what stung the most is just sitting there knowing, wow, we should be here. And it was a little crazy. It was a little crazy. And we'll and we'll kind of – we're going to get to that. We'll, we'll wrap back to the Super Bowl because obviously yeah. it's the biggest story. But yeah. we had a lot going on this weekend. So let, let's start it off here. If you don't mind, I'll take the lead here. We had yeah. basically everyone heading out west. We were sending the troops out west. Didn't even really? like dawn on me until the middle of the week. We had – Ty being slick in Houston for the UFC. And then we had Supreme in Zona for uh, his tradition, uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. That tradition, I need to start. And no that was good. He was so far ahead of the curve on that. It's actually kind of incredible. Yeah, no more excuses out of me. I'm going next year. Uh, that's where the Super Bowl is too next year. I mean, it might be a crazy price gate gouge because of that situation. I know, but I just, I can't mess out again. I can't. I you know what would be cool to me is go in Thursday and, and stay till Saturday and fly out Saturday night if you can manipulate it that way. And then you're well, home for the Super Bowl. What about getting there Tuesday or Wednesday? 
I mean, the well, weather. Of course, out- never bad to get there early. Yeah, I was gonna say the weather out there just like I mean, you never see a cloud in the sky at that tournament. Uh, it was, it was, the scenes there. I mean, come on, we're we're hanging out. You don't need to get me started on the weather, but twenty degrees. You know, you're slipping every step you take outside because it's like black ice or whatever it's called. And yikes, it was just unbearable there. But yeah, it was. It's nice to see. It was great scenery, and yeah, it was a great golf atmosphere. Um, you know, Scream had some great shots of the uh, gallery and whatnot. But yeah, definitely looks like a bucket list event. And looks like he got to see a bucket list event. That uh, the hole in ones on 18. Were they both on Sunday uh, or a both on Saturday? Pretty insane. No, we had Ryder on Saturday, who Creek Degenerate had. And then Sunday was Carlos Ortiz. Um, and, yeah, there wasn't a hole-in-one, I believe, since 2015. Louis U was the last one. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so to get two in one weekend, and I, it's just crazy to watch that scene and what happened on Saturday when Ryder – I mean, I think even it got to the point where Ryder was kind of like, let's chill out, people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he couldn't – I don't know. It was just pretty crazy to watch that. What do you What do you think on that? Because that Because that is like like not to say I don't say this in a bad way towards golf, but that's completely the opposite of golf. Like that's the very opposite thing they almost want to happen. Yeah, but so what do you think? Because the PGA was definitely eating it up this weekend. Like I, like and golf is not has been more. By the way, in case you've had your head in the sand. I benefit from working a little bit in the golf industry as well. Got my guy Matsuyama who let me down, even though he finished uh, top 10 this weekend. Golf has had like its top three record years the last years. And it's definitely benefited from, you know, the pandemic having to be outside, um, you know, socially distanced, definitely benefited from that. Um, But yeah, what was my point in saying that? No, you were saying. Oh yeah, no, the PGA trying to eat it up and trying to ride this momentum. Dude, Um, Yeah, it's crazy. They're doing it right. You're doing it right. If you're trying to get viewers, you're trying to get people to gamble on the sport, you're trying to do good with ratings. What they did this weekend in, in Phoenix is incredible. So I, I have nothing to, I mean, I, you know, they might have some people like this is way too crazy. This is not what golf is, whatever. But no. Do you think, do you think they're truly embracing it or is it just like, let's get this out of the way so we can be back to like how we typically are no, behavior wise and standards wise? No, I think they, I really do. I think they embrace that weekend. Okay. They're, yeah. They're, I, I think it's just, I, I, I don't want to ruin the waste management Phoenix Open situation. I think that should be like quarterly. They should have that. And I get they have the Ryder Cup where they kind of have a similar atmosphere with the patriotism and everything, especially when it's in the U.S. But And I, and I don't want to ruin it. So I don't want to be that guy who says like, oh, do it every month or whatever, you know, because like, obviously yeah. that would be insane. But once a quarter, maybe once every half year, I would just like to see that a little bit more often from golf because people love golf. Well, too, like you said, the, the... – you know, on 16, you got, like, Justin Thomas and Thigala. You got these guys that are putting on jerseys. You know what yeah. I mean? They're, they're rocking jerseys on that whole – what was the uh, – was it Saturday or Sunday? Uh, I forgot who it was. Was it Higgs and – Higgs. Yeah, taking their shirts off and showing yeah. the crowd their shirt. I mean, that's fun. Yeah. I, I, I think maximum one to two times a year. Yeah, that's that, great. It's that great makes, for the sport. Yeah. But no, so, phenomenal. Yeah, love to see it. And you know what else is great for the sport, obviously, goes without saying, is uh, playoff action. I mean, obviously, I'm sure they wouldn't love it going into Super Bowl. Not a great matchup for uh, any event to be no, going up against the Super Bowl. But, hey, dude, hey, this household, you were watching. You were watching. This, this household was not watching the Super Bowl. It was. You watching. didn't miss much for the first, like, no. 10 minutes of the Super Bowl game. They didn't score. No, no. I mean, we, uh, we, it, was, it got to, what, a third hole? And, uh, yeah, Scotty Shuffler, phenomenal putting all weekend. Gets it done, and Cantley Bowl is another one. 
I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and of course he blows another one when all those months ago he like pulled a miracle out of his ass against my against <laughs> Shambo. my Shambo. so yeah. bad. I he was out of his eyes. Cantlay is just unbelievable, though. I'll tell you what, he's constantly ten to one plus, you know, ten to one plus, and he's always seemingly in it. So golf is weird because but, you know it's like when you're when your basketball team's down ten, when your baseball team's down four, it feels like you can get in it no matter what. Golf feels weird when you're like three strokes back. It feels like you're like a mile away, even though it's not a mile away. But very interesting betting angles. But yeah, I can't believe always what a high price Cantley uh, has been despite his success recently. Yeah, he's always been, you know, typically, I mean, lately, obviously, you know, one of the better golfers on tour. And he always has probably top, what, three, four, five odds in a tournament. But he's kind of unlikable. Like golf fans don't like him. He doesn't show any energy. You know what I mean? He's very, he's just, he's very quiet to himself. People really don't like him. Cantley. I don't know. I mean, do you find people that love Cantley? I don't. I I, I don't see that. So, I don't well, know. We, we know one person who doesn't like Cantley, and we see it on the timeline. He had quite the weekend. Creek, Creaky D. Yeah. He does not like Cantley. I mean, yeah. let's face it. There, there's some guys. Golf is a very polarizing sport, too, because it's just the one guy. They stick out a lot more based on whether it's their mannerisms. Yep. Whatever they do, there's a lot of people who don't like Shambo. There's a lot of people who don't like Kepka. Yep. Um, they're just, it's either you like them or you don't like there's, there's no middle ground on golfers almost. You know what I mean? No, you hate them. You love them. And, uh, I know we got on the bottom here, Ty B and Slick L to Houston. Yeah. Um, which that's, that, that looked like an amazing weekend. You had Slick L in the jacuzzi and him and Ty B gallivanting all around the city. And then you had what looked like an awesome UFC event. And how great he's texting us Sunday morning. Where's the Super Bowl party at? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? Like I thought he was asking if we were getting on here for a live stream. So funny, but I mean, they saw some great fights. That Derek Lewis, uh, Tua Tayavasi, whatever his name is. I mean, that fight was awesome. I mean, Tua looked like he was done multiple times in Derek Lewis's home city, and then gets the knockout. Um, does another shoey. Did probably three of them on the way out of the arena, and then uh, yeah, another boring ass title fight with Adesanya and Whitaker. I mean, yeah. people were saying Whitaker should have won. No way. I'm sorry, Slick L. I know you loved Whitaker, and that was your pick. He's Aussie, just like you. But, like, no. Robert Whitaker did not win three rounds in that fight. Both those fighters sucked. Didn't do much. Um, Whitaker did not do enough to take the belt. That's it. Plain and simple. Adesanya didn't lose. It's, it's, it is plain and simple. Yep. Uh, like you said. And so let's uh, skirt back. We got uh, some of the way Let's skirt back into some Super Bowl talk. Before we do that, obviously, of course, a shout-out to the sponsor, Picasso's Pizza. Let's get him in here. The captain. How are we doing, boys? Doing well, doing well. It was a big day in the chat last night. I feel like a lot of people were winning their bets. A lot of people were winning their props. Ferd, how did you end up after uh, Super Bowl LVI? Yeah, I uh, I was not among that group. I met the criteria. However, I went 3 of 11. Uh, rough day ended up. Making about 70% of my wagers back. So the numbers 3 of 11 don't sound great, but I mean, it could have been way Yeah, what were you on units? Were you up or down? Yeah, so I I was down about three units. 
It's not terrible for a Super Bowl. No, I've seen, not I've bad. seen worse over the last decade, Al. I mean, yeah. I had one oh. one parlay save me. I could have been down, you know, 11. What was years. the parlay? It was T. Higgins and OBJ anytime parlay plus 525. So that saved me. Yeah. Oh, and, and oh, Maniac, I didn't tell you. See, Tommy Seifert literally lost a $10,000 parlay. No, not not risking 10 Gs. Yeah, yeah, to win, obviously. Uh, Probably like risk like 200 or 300. By a half a point, he oh. had he had Bengals over 20 and a half points. Mm. With the Bengals driving at the end. Dude, so what he did had, he wait, did he have did he have Rams money line or what? He had Bengals plus four and a half. Uh, Rams over 19 and a half, Rams over one and a half touchdowns, Bengals over one and a half touchdowns, Mixon over 44 and a half, Stafford over 229 and a half, Burrow over 229 and a half, and I think that's it um, for 10K. That's, uh, that's disgusting. Bad. That's really bad. I because, they were, because they were driving at the end for the field goal. <laughs> yeah. That's really bad. That's really yeah. bad. Yep. It's oh. RIP. It's, that, that, it's that, absolutely that. disgusting. Yep. Shout out to everybody tuning in. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. We're rocking. We're rolling. 20 knocks tonight, 234. It got a little sketchy there at the end, though. So we got to bring that up, obviously. Um, it was a very clean game. I think everybody on social agreed that this game was awesome. There were no flags, basically, even on the T. Higgins thing. I mean, the impartial observer really wasn't too upset about it. Um, nobody was really like, oh, that's a joke that that happens in the Super Bowl and not yep. called. Um, with that said... Captain, what did you think of the ref theatrics down the stretch, down the end there, especially that holding call? Uh, so, yeah, basically my interpretation of this whole thing was super clean game. I was loving it, you know, from a fan standpoint. Really fun to watch, no flags being thrown. Pretty clean game throughout. And then it's like, you know, the Rams are down. I don't want to say, like, I don't want to be the guy that's like rigged, fixed, whatever, but Rams go down. You know, they, they get three in a row, and I'm just sitting on my couch like, this is absurd. This is not what I want to see right now. Obviously, I had the Bengals money line, so a little impartial on that. But, uh, yeah, it just it just felt bad to see those those flags just being thrown after thrown after thrown. Like, annoying, I guess. Al, I don't know where you were, but I, I agree. The first one was sketchy compared with how they were calling it the whole night. I think the next two were probably penalties. Um on the following day. So the, the three in a row looked ridiculous. It felt ridiculous, obviously, <laughs> yeah. after they hadn't called anything all game. Uh, but, Al, where were you on that series of three consecutive penalties on the Bengals? Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. As a Rams better, I feel very lucky. He was going, lucky. yeah! I feel very – no, 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 no. I, I put out some tweets. Ha, ha, ha. The Zebra, like, I felt like I robbed and won some money there. I, I didn't feel right. It really didn't. Uh, I mean, and you're looking at, you know, a bunch of tweets out today um, that came out. Obviously, it's it's much easier to, you know, look at film and, and look at play calls the day after. But, like, there was a lot that happened um, with the Rams and Bengals in that game towards the end of that just wasn't called. Um, yeah. You know, late, late in the game, you have that third and goal um, from the eight and pretty much – it was false start in the Rams. It should have been third and goal from the 13, but then it became first and goal because of the, the questionable pass interference call. Uh, so it's just, I don't know. Yeah, this one, another play I'm looking at, uh, Aaron Donald offsides on fourth and one. They usually give you a warning. 
the first time with this one, you, you would have called. His head's clearly across the line. There's just a bunch of things that happened. What about Snoop Dogg? The Snoop New York Dogg Post. Amazing. No, the, no, no, no. The New York Post article, Snoop Dogg smoking weed right before the halftime show. It's amazing. It's Cali, bro. I, don't I wouldn't have seen that coming, honestly. Dude, I mean, honestly, would you want to see a Snoop Dogg show where he wasn't smoking right before? I mean, I feel like you want him in his element. You want him comfortable. I mean, I wouldn't want to go to see a Lady Gaga show where she's not, like, dressed up in some elaborate costume. But And how about the colors Snoop Dogg was wearing? Ukraine colors? I mean, it's... <laughs> Those are Ukraine colors? I didn't yeah. even know. <laughs> yeah, the yellow and blue like that, yeah. But how did that... Didn't that. that didn't signal to anybody, though. The chain was awesome. It was, like, rocking back and forth perfectly. <laughs> It was a great performance. That kind of stole the show from the game. I'm not going to lie. If you were a casual fan, I feel 100%. Like- I was, um, I was like, blown away. But, you know, I'm a little impartial. I'm a, I'm a rap kind of guy. But I thought that was one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows we've seen, at least maybe in my lifetime, that I could remember. I think when you get more than one act, it makes it really easy. Like, yeah. You know, because, like, you're, you're diversifying the portfolio. If you did only Snoop Dogg, if you did only Eminem, might grow a little tough. They might grow a little tired throughout the, you know, 15 minutes straight performance or whatever. Um, but yeah, when you get five shoes, you get surprised 50 cent. People were making fun of uh, 50 upside cent. Down I thought 50 he looked cent. okay. I, yeah, upside down 50 cent. I thought he looked great. He's looking, he's looking thick. He's looking good. Yeah. yeah he's people, looking like daddy 50 cent, not, not you know, young 50 cent. He's looking like a whole dollar bill. I mean, the, him being upside down doing crunches in the club lyrics is iconic. I mean, there's no arguing that. A little callback, get some people going. Well, Ferd, was t- speaking Super Bowl, any final thoughts uh, on, on the game? or the, You you were – I don't want to put you out there, but you your knee-jerk reaction was fixed, even though you're saying you're not well, saying fixed. You know, I did, I did say National Fixed League as a joke. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I guess I just wish it was consistent. You know, if you're going to call a game like that all game, call it. If you're going to, you know, last two minutes have that happen, it's like – yeah. I just wish there was some more consistency there. I would have loved if if it would have happened, you know, call it on T. Higgins, you know, clear, clearly blatant uh, face max for a 75-yard touchdown, um, even though I was on a great end of that because I cashed my parlay. But, you know, if you're going to call that, call it then. I don't want to have a makeup call in the final two minutes. That play was so weird, though. Like, when you watched it live in real time, you could not see, like, the no. face mask, how severe it looked like. Insane. No, I agree, but I, I wouldn't like. I, I hate to call it fixed, but whatnot. But like, you gotta say it's some some shit's influenced, right? I mean, it's a very weird. The, the holding call was sketchy as hell on, on the Bengals. I mean, there, there's nothing more you could say. It gave the Rams another shot, first to goal, the five versus being fourth yep. and goal. Like again, it wasn't like it wasn't the PI call that got them to the one, which kind of made it like, oh, they're going in no matter what. Because even when they got first and goal at the five, it was like, okay, they might stop them for a loss of two here. You're looking at second goal at the seven or whatever, but yeah, yeah after the PI calls, obviously then the whole thing call was just sketchy as hell, plain and simple. Yep. I mean, yeah. it, it was just so not blatant. And I mean, again, if I if I was a Bengals fan, I would be losing my mind probably. I think oh. if that happened to the Bills, I don't know. If, I don't know if Buffalo could survive that kind of call. Oh, I don't know what. Yeah, if that was the Bills and that we were had to work today, I, or work this week, they're like <laughs> and I, having to work today. <laughs> Uh, I can't take the call, let alone having to work at the same time. That would be. By the way, speaking of much. making that money, we had a lot of people. That, so, so what, Al? This was this was you. Yeah, that was my bomb. Um, because I was talking about, you know, I wanted to lay. You know, Super Bowl, I always lay a big bet. It's usually four figures. You know, 
anywhere from a thousand to two thousand. I just thought to myself, like, why lay the two thousand to win a thousand on the minus two hundred? Let's try and like you know cut my risk in half, maybe even more, which I did on this bet, um, and roll with it. And that's what I did. You know, I added Adesanya. Obviously, if Adesanya lost, um, I was going to put some more on the Rams and figure out another way to get that money back. But um, yeah, I got it to plus one Oh three instead of, instead of minus 200, cut the risk down and got it to seven forty, And yeah, it was nice cash. Oh, and this one, this one is just unbelievable from Creek. What the, what the hell was going on here? I don't know how he does it. And I've told him sometimes straight up. I've been like, Creek, I know you love your parlays, but you are so good. Sometimes if you bet singles, and had the same unit on every bet, you would make money. Like, you yeah, would be a profitable better. He has all these parlays where he's like eight of nine, seven of eight. And I'm like, buddy, why don't you just bet, bet it straight? And this right here goes to show you. I mean, clearly it's got $2 dollars to win a grand. Yeah, clearly it was a live bet. But still, this is very impressive to get two first goal scorers. Um uh, on Sunday oh, as well. The, it's 519 to 1. <laughs> like, do you realize how hard it is to hit a 1 to 1? Like, look at your 1 to 1. It was a great bet. Any bet that, you know, cashes is a win. Like, yeah. we know it. It's just like a poker game. It doesn't matter what happens. You won. Yep. But you think about how hard it is just to win a bet. 519 to 1. Or That's whatever crazy. it was. I don't care. 509. Whatever the hell it was. Creek, My- creek pick of the week. Seriously, there's a reason that people are just coming out of the woodworks being like, oh, yep, I locked that in. Yeah, it's, I don't know. He's kind man, of it, 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 you know what it is? It's a dedication to his craft because it's, whether it's the NHL system, whether it's that. He's not just like, you know, knocking back a few craft beers and then plugging in the live sites. He knows exactly <laughs> yeah. what he's doing. No, he's got he the said, models. Yeah, he said going in his video on Sunday morning was Scotty Scheffler, lock of the week or lock of the day, top five, and he wins the damn thing. Yeah, yep. and, and he was pretty much in it the whole way. He was even struggling like for a little bit in the middle yesterday. He did. He had a couple back. Yeah, it, it looked three like he might fall out. Three out of four bo- or three out of four holes, he bogeyed and still won. Yes, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Creek, Creek's and, good, man. Creek so, has got some skills. What do you got? Manny, I got to ask you do, you, do you have your next future lined up? And I, I mean, you your last one was Bama Bills. You know, yeah. I did, you know, the Bills. I've done Vegas. I've done the Abs. So I'm 0-3. What's do you have another big one coming up that you're looking at? Uh, I don't have it yet. Um, I was thinking, what about a little uh, Josh Allen MVP? Did I have Dorsey? Here, so here's my thing: is that I think it was like nine to one or ten to one, like a couple weeks ago when they first released them. I mean, losing Dable, I'm hoping that they'll give us like a price back, you know, on a discount on that changing offensive coordinators typically leads to a fall off. Yeah. But he was here. Yeah. Whereas I'm hoping that Dorsey will continue to be aggressive. They'll feel that this is the need to like go for a year for sure. And we'll get our biggest Josh Allen year yet. And I think right along with that though, man, Bill Super Bowl. I mean, I yeah, know they're I know, tied together. They, I mean, you can part. Why not, why not parlay them? Yeah. I know. Te- I don't think you can. I know. I know technically um, with the bills, the, I guess the true value is not there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, it's just, it's, it's definitely not unless you're betting it right now, basically. No, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's weird. Like last year you had the 13 to one at times you had the 15 to one. Now you're betting them as a favorite. So it sucks, but I am, <laughs> I am book it right now. I am getting Bill's Super Bowl to at least 50. 
maybe a hundred thousand. And I'm going to make that happen. I got this year from June 15th till December. I got the 40 grand. I'm starting in February and I'm getting it to 50 to a hundred. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? Future. So Al has a system of betting for him where he takes his nightly play or maybe like a weekend play or a small quicker future and then ties it in a parlay with Bill Super Bowl. So he ties like a first goal scorer in a soccer game at four plus four twenty-five, oh, okay. along with a spread that day at a pick'em with the Bills MV. I mean, yeah, it sounds funny when you say it out loud, so, but yeah. then all of a sudden you get your Bills Super Bowl at like sixty to one on a fifty-dollar ticket, and yeah. boom, that's that's three Gs. I thought you were so, saying so, you're uh, putting yeah. fifty grand on. No, no, no. He wants it. So, so yeah. And, and that's, a, that, that totally makes sense why you would think that, but no, we're talking about the parlay. Like, gotcha. You know. Okay. So captain, captain, long story short, I know I'm a, a, not a good gambler. So like, instead of me losing like $50 a day or a hundred a week, I can at least put some of that funds into a future. So I still have money alive. So like, you're not, watching the whole time. Exactly. It, I like it, that. The whole season. Yeah. So. I mean, last night was the first time that I had bet since uh, the Bills lost. So, wow, I have been out of the game a little bit. I just there's the nothing guys, I really want to watch. Like I still about, watch the games, but it's like, uh, but now a month from today, I will be in my bag. I will be in Dayton. I will be in Buffalo. I will be going crazy. With Mark Madness bets. Yeah. Oh, I am. This is, I am so excited. This It's my favorite time of year, hands down. Oh, here we go. Futures. And so, Jack, Jackie Eichel's back Wednesday. Yeah, no odds for the Avalanche. The price is terrible for the Avalanche. Horrible. Horrible. Um, Lightning, they just don't think they can do it three years in a row, clearly. That's why they're priced that way. Because obviously they're up and they're down. They're all over. Um, Panthers have been hot, but at the same time, Panthers can't, Panthers and Maple Leafs feel like they can't stop you from scoring like five goals if you're good. Yep. Dude, I love how, when, how you pull up DK. I don't know if you guys ever look at DK compared to, uh, the Creek on DK right now, you can get the flames at 22 to one. The, at the Creek, the flames are 15 to one. That's a Dude, huge, there are, there are some huge differences, man, huge. for sure. I, I don't know where these are coming from. No. I don't get it either, but I mean the Avs once again they do look like a powerhouse, but plus four seventy five doesn't do it to me. I I I've been on Vegas, you know that, um, just because of Michael going there. Right when Michael went there, I was like, okay, I'm unloading. It's just so classic Buffalo. Um, you know the Vegas Golden Knights going to the Stanley Cup in his first season. Um, but looking here, I mean, yeah, the Wild and Flames are sneaky. Those two teams out west. Outside of Flames Vegas, made a trade today too, right? Are they going for it? Uh, yes, with um, Montreal Canadians, yeah, yeah. So there's not a lot of pieces to take off Canadians, so they're just all out. <laughs> Same give me the, the give me the Bruins. But it's dude, dude, it's like you look at these lines, and it's like it's Eastern Conference outside of Vegas and Colorado. It is literally that's literally what you're looking at. That's, that's so, actually very interesting. Maniac, can you pull up real quick while you're still on the screen? Can you pull up uh, college basketball? Yeah, I'll be yeah. back in a second on that. March Madness futures, because I mean, I'm I'm starting to dabble in those as well. I already was gonna say mine, but I want to see what the odds are at. Who are you liking, Captain? I got a knack for the futures. Ooh. Uh, 
You got to bring that back. My, well, it's different because teams that I like versus teams that could go far. By the I way, when they're... I pull up DraftKings, it goes NCAA B Championship. Winner without New York colleges. Oh, <laughs> so ridiculous. It what is. world do we live in? What do we got? Okay. So uh, yeah. there it is. Wow, Kentucky really flew up there. Ten to one. There I pick. say. Kentucky or Illinois. Those are my two picks. Great time to get in on some Bama. <laughs> I oh. mean, I'll, I'll, you know what, I'll, it just, it sucks. Um, Dude, 50 to 1, uh, honestly, in the scope is not that much different than 20 to 1. I, no. I, I, all, all I'm saying. No, and, and, and this is, that's the craziest part of March Madness is all it takes is a little bit of heater and to win six games in Alabama, depending Bro, on Bro, if that. Shackelford gets hot and Oates is windmilling on the sideline <laughs> and he's crouched down clapping, like, yeah. it's not yes. going to matter. It's literally, not, all these numbers are not yeah. going to matter. Don't no. let him get hot. That's I I cannot agree more. You're looking at this board right now. Any of these teams can win. Like, yeah, can dude, win. none of these teams. Like, and our guy TVD said it in his article today. I mean, it's as wide open as you can ever remember college basketball being. I mean, yeah, there's tons these of are, You saw it in the past week. There were tons of top ten losses. Yep, like sixteen teams that could very easily win, hundred percent. And Gonzaga is so hidden because. They're in that whack conference, like, and it's just. They're like, actually. You know, they're not, I think like, they're they play St. Mary's year. or whatever. They, oh, they that, might be better this year, and they're definitely battle torn from last year. By the way, I had them on a future last year, if you recall. I don't remember that. It was. It was I a don't small either, but I'm one. Sorry. I put it in. At, I put it in at one to one when they were in the round of thirty-two. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, and, and, yeah, Captain. Though, yeah. I gotta agree with you, Gonzaga. I mean, yeah. Even though the only team I think that's fraudulent on here possibly yeah. and it pains me to say is ucla because i'm the biggest uca ucla rider but ucla and, and even baylor at this point eh. i just don't think they're the same teams they were last year if anything these teams like arkansas um gonzaga they've only gotten better since last year and we'll see i could be wrong i'm usually yeah. wrong so no i i, I gotta start building it I gotta start building futures on these because, um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta. Figure on my out phone. What is this? I can't even see it. What's it say? All right. If you can't see it, then everyone else probably can't see it. But it's TVD's article today. Oh, okay. With his uh, top twenty-five, he's got Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Kentucky, Purdue. And the funny thing is, is uh, Kentucky. You got like some odds, some odds shuffling once he gets to the time. Like Providence is a hundred to one to win the national title, but there is seventeen. Like they're not even on here, but they're yeah, they're in everybody's like top fifteen right now because they're hot. Arizona's another team that's that, that scares me. I don't look out for people. Dayton. Dude, Dayton gets hot, dude. Watch out. They're no joke. Also, I went to high school with TVD. Fun fact. You oh you oh you and Stevie. Just putting that out there. Steve Richardson, our guy. Yeah, Stevie. Mm. Oh, and Maniac, big golf tournament this weekend. All top 10 players in the world are playing. The Genesis? The Genesis. So you can get Colin Morikawa at like 20 to 1. It's free. Yeah, like to be honest though, why do like, and I'll like say it, like I've only been into golf for like a year and a half plus. Like why do people like say this about the Genesis, but I feel like I never hear about it like all the rest of the year. 
Uh, like I hear about the waste management in like August, you know what I mean? I know, I know. But but why is that? That's just my question to you. Like, what's the big deal about the Genesis? I wish I was enough of a golf fan gotcha. to know that. I don't know that answer. Captain, do you know? You think Captain knows anything about Bro, golf? I play Wii golf. That's about it. You play Wii golf? Yeah, I'm not even good at but it. The purse, the purse is 12 mil, so it's pretty, oh, it's pretty legit. The, the golfers are incredible. I mean, dude, Jordan Spieth is 40 to 1. I mean, Tony Finau, 45 to 1. So like, these are the best of the best, and their yes. odds are still bad. Well, yes, this is everybody. Yeah. Everybody's playing. Like, so are they are they showing out for the purse, or are they showing out because this is like the time to get your game revved up six weeks from the Masters? Can I report back on that? Yes. All right, I will report back. <laughs> Perfect. See, like, the first thing on Google is, like, is the Genesis, Genesis Invitational a major? Like, so it's been around a while, I guess. Yeah. It's it, it was, It's been played for 96 years. That's it? Yeah, that's it. But, I don't know. 96, huh? Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of action. So that's the thing. Super Bowl in the rear view. By the way, a lot of action. Let's, let's uh, put a wrap on these bad boys. Woodshed Saturday. Thoughts? Uh, not good. Not good. It, it, it's, it's one of those things where, well, one, it's the first losing Woodshed Saturday ever, uh, which is just, uh, I mean, I, it just, it was, we hiked it up so much this year. Um, it's really unfortunate that that's how it had to turn out. Um, you know, the person that invented it also had an extremely busy, um, weekend and Saturday, I don't think the full focus was there to be honest with you. If he's watching right now and maybe he's not going to be too happy with me saying that and being honest about it, but, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, um, you know, we're still going to ride. I mean, especially, you know, he's going to, yeah, that, well, that's the thing I would yeah. say I, I'm, I'm the next time Woodshed Saturday goes, I'm still going to be there. So it's not going to be like, you know, yeah. but no. when I say this, I got to say the Oregon pick may have been the worst pick in the history of picks. Oh, oh that, that, <laughs> and that, and that was during the. That was during the tumult. That that was and that's tough. And that's and that's why you really have to be a degenerate. Because like you said, there was that run at the end of the day to kind of balance it out a little bit. Yes, he went through. But, but, but if you have a weak stomach, you might have you might have bailed early. And that's the thing. That's why you gotta go with the full slate when you go into any type yep. of day, any type of event. And NC State too. It was just yep. it was a very, very tough You guys got taken to the woodshed. Yeah, speaking, no, of, literally. Sh- speaking of shit on the floor. We have the Kitten Bowl 2022 at, at uh, Fatty Beer in Ellicottville. Amazing event. We had the broadcast yesterday. Very exciting. Uh, Clyde's Clovers picks up a 22-18 victory over uh, the Fatty Rosebuds or 16-14 victory over the Fatty Rosebuds. But, uh, yeah, very entertaining match. A lot of fun working with those organizations, 10 Lives, uh, Sweet Buffalo, Salino, uh, plumbing, a lot going on there. So very exciting and uh, a lot of fun over the best weekend. But, I'm looking ahead, and it's it's kind of a, a, a you know a new frontier for train wreck, Al. I mean, I don't want to you know toot our horn, but bigger followings than ever. New off season, new new team with did we just lose him? Uh, it appears. I thought I was lost. How did we just lose him? He got Wait. so excited. He just he, so, he yeah. just popped off. There he is. All right. Is he- my yeah. internet just completely restarted on, on my other computer. So there you go. Thank God I just pulled up in the that background. Saying, 
you got that switched over so fast. But you were saying bigger. You said bigger. Oh yeah, no. Now again, not to toot our own horns, as my internet literally goes out during the show. Uh, but yeah, no, bigger, better, you know, than ever. Trainwreck, new team, new members, new uh, content. Looking forward to this off season. Everything we got. The Buffalo bracket on the horizon. Oh, my God. Road to March coming up here uh, yep. for the next three weeks. And then depending on where that goes, obviously, UB men's and women's uh, in Cleve Vegas. Yeah. And then right after that, summer in Buffalo. The best the best season. Uh, and then going into a potential Super Bowl favorite season. Yeah. Big year for Trainwreck. Um, you know, here in 2022. Very, very exciting stuff happening. And uh yeah, I'm wheels up to Vegas on Sunday morning, bright and early. First trip in two years, so I'm it's ready to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very excited for you. Ferdinand, so Al will be shouting off and signing uh, on to uh, Vegas midweek. Any shout-out or sign-off from you? What do you got? No, I just want to say let's keep the train rolling. Uh, a lot of good content, Bacon, Egg, and Captain coming soon. Hopefully we get you guys on some episodes, get involved with Trainwreck, and, you know, keep crushing food, keep betting sports. And just having a good time with the boys. Who's your dream guest? Bacon, egg, and captain, episode 100. Oh, man. Uh, Anybody in the world? <laughs> Joe Burrow? Maybe a recency bias. No. Uh, hmm. Okay, I want to hear yours, actually. Tony Danza. Were... <laughs> oh, speaking of this, I don't know how we didn't talk about this. How about that Sopranos commercial last night? The commercials were killing it. They, 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 the commercials yeah. were just like the halftime show. They were targeted towards like that 90s, 2000s generation. You had the Austin Powers, which was great. Yep. yep. But yeah, people, I was trying to tell people that Meadow was driving. People were saying no for like the first like 15 seconds. I was you, like, can't, no. you, can't, you can't tell in the beginning. They hide it very well. But then there's like a, she, she turns a little bit. The whole cheek shot, for sure. Yeah. Like the first angle, you can't tell. But if you were like a Sopranos fan, you can definitely say that. Oh, that's Meadow. They did catch me off the guard at the end, though, with the parking. It kind of like re-ended Sopranos. Oh, dude, that gave me chills last night watching that. People don't understand that. Never watched it. It's It's all, Captain, it's the best. You should watch it and, and blog it, Captain. I will watch. I will blog. And to answer your question, besides Joe Burrow, that's kind of just a, a BS answer. Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, that is a good one. By the way, that's speaking awesome. of blogging, so a couple of months ago, I did The Wire. I watched that for the first time. A lot of people uh, love that show. Obviously, Al, you're a loyalist of The Wire. Yep. Um, now I will be starting, and I'm just going to tweet along as I watch it, Euphoria on HBO. Everybody says it's the most brutal, most cringeworthy show out there. I'm going to put it to the test. All right. Never, never seen it. I've never seen it either, but everyone talks about it on Twitter every second of the day, which is, which is good. Speaking of Twitter every second of the day, huge shout out to our guests here on Train Arc Tonight 234, Captain Fernand, technically a co-host pretty much once the Super Bowl action started. Yeah. When are we getting Bacon, Egg, and Captain on Train Arc? Is that happening ASAP? I'm thinking – Three more episodes. We'll have a meeting and we'll get it going. All right, we'll get our double digits. Right. That's yeah, huge. Double digits. Al, you're on your way to Vegas Wednesday. Any last thoughts? No, Sunday, Sunday. So I got the oh, week. Sunday. Yeah, I got the week here still. I think Sunday is the NBA All Star game, so I think I should land in time for some action. Uh, NBA All Star game plus hockey still gonna be going. I, I think there was supposed to be some Olympic break. That's not happening obviously anymore. So. There should be hockey going on when I'm there. It's a weird time to go. Not the best time, but still going to be a great time. 
In a weird way, that's actually better, though. Going to, during yep. the crazy times, obviously, is insane. And, Thank and you for sticking with us during the crazy times. What did you say? And it's weird, though. Like, Vegas has lost its lust. Like, we have mobile betting now. I went. I went. I a little bit of it. Yeah, you can go do this. You can do this. You can do this. Exactly. I'm going. There's uh, one of my cousins is getting married um, on Tuesday or Wednesday that week. So it'll be fun though, regardless. And uh, we'll be lacing the NBA All Star game under. (laughs) Great bet. Something. Hopefully, they're playing more uh, defense than that Pro Bowl. And we are hope you are following along on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. All of the fun. Make sure you're following Captain Ferdinand, Degenerate Al, and myself on Twitter, as well as Trainwreck Sports on all the platforms. Because here at Trainwreck Sports, you know this train never stops. Make sure to have a good night. night.